The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back. Another hot episode. HBCU Hours. Your boy, Poobag. I got my man, Ant Petty Murphy in the building. What's good with you, my boy? What's happening with you, bro? Nothing much, nothing much. Uh, Well, Halloween tomorrow. We've had uh, Halloween this weekend, you know. Found out we got a lot more, we got a lot more trick than we did treat. And, uh, I decided come out and show my true identity. So present to y'all. It's just me. Mr. Incredible. It's my true identity. Decided to be myself for Halloween. I know, I know. You ain't see it coming. I know. Lost for words. This guy. Lost for words. Lost for words. Look, look. I got my whole. Got my. Took that in. Took that in. I might have to take that back. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Man, what's good, man? It's good weekend football. Has amazing uh, games. Uh, I found out I was completely wrong in my prediction. It's all good. It happens to the best of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it, though. What was your hey, would you go by? Sorry. Civilians. <laughs> but, uh, man, what a weekend, for real, though. Uh, we saw some amazing games. Uh, FAMU clinched. North Carolina Central continue to show their dominance. And uh, there's a, I, I tell you this, the biggest surprise of this weekend, who I thought was going to be number two in the SIAC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> sit on down. Sit on down. Sit, sit, sit on down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. So, Gonna be uh, I'm gonna have to fix that. That's gonna bother me. Um, but man, let's go ahead and get into it. But first, you know what we gotta do. We gotta get a shout out to our sponsors over at BetOnline. BetOnline.ag. We'll be back in one minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. 
Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. Bet Online is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, we're back. What's good, Erica in the building? Eric was uh Eric was at the Magic City class with all the people. Rubbing elbows with the I famous, saw what I with our boy. Yeah, yeah, man, I, I, A&M fam. Yeah, I, I hate I couldn't be there, man. I swear I hate I couldn't be there. Um, but man, let's let's start here, man. Let's talk about this. Uh fam, you. We've been saying, you know, people have been giving Willie Simmons blues over the last few years. Can't get it done. Willie gonna Willie. Um, fam, you gonna fam you. They be, I mean, talking bad, bad. Uh, fam, you clinched the East before November. Yeah, pretty impressive. Uh, they had no a very loss. impressive homecoming. Win 45-7 over Prairie View. Um, was it? Is it Tevin Griffey? I think that's it. Tevin Griffey, King Griffey's son, uh, mm-hmm. got his first pick six. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know what to say about this uh, FAMU team. Finally put together a, a full 60-minute game, and they look good. Yeah, they did for sure. Um, they look like the team that everybody thought was going to be <clears> – <throat> You know, running away with the swag East and um, winning the swag and representing the swag in the celebration bowl. But I mean, what what got me was how balanced they were. You know, what I mean, off actually running the ball, and showing yeah. a, showing a commitment to the run, so to speak. Twenty nine rushing attempts. I know some of those were were um, kind of gadget type plays, but I mean, it still counts as a run. So I mean, when you when you pass for, you know, 25 attempts, run for 29 attempts, that's pretty balanced. And that's what we're not used to seeing that from FAMU. Right. Uh, FAMU did establish a a great um, commitment to the run, something that, like yeah. you said, we're not used to seeing. Um, and I, I think that pays dividends, especially when, if you look ahead, who they're going to face on the other side uh, come December. Um, well, end of December, you know, saying when you know, saying a celebration bowl, so it's definitely something that we know that they've got to get done, they've got to do. Um, defensively, man, uh, FAMU has continued to, um, (laughs) uh, defensively, uh, they've got to continue to improve, do better, uh. Stay dominant. I don't know what else to say about FAMU, um, but I got a lot to say about Prairie View. 
What you got? Um. Mm, I like Prairie View. I like what Conley has done. Um, but part of me feels like we've been hoodwinked. We've been led astray. We've been bamboozled. Maybe this Prairie View team ain't as good as we thought. Well, I got Bluehead um, brought it to our attention whenever they lost to Houston Christian. How bad a loss that was and uh, how bad of a team Houston Christian is and has been. So I think the writing has kind of been on the wall that they may not be as good as some of us thought they were going to be. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I don't think that they're as bad as they've kind of shown to be in some games this year, like the Houston Christian game and like the game versus FAMU. I think there's some in between our expectations and what they've been playing like. I completely agree. Um, now, I do want to say, because Erica brought it up when I said about the celebration, bro. she said, you don't know that yet. She She's right. We don't know that. Um, That's I'm just why saying what who they're going to play. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. They they got, they're going to have to, uh, whether it's Central or whether it's, it's, it's Howard, it ain't going to be Morgan State. Sorry, Banks. I apologize, you know, in advance. Um, right they, they're going to have to be able to establish the run. Because uh, we, we saw how – say what? You writing them off already, huh? Oh, Morgan State? Yeah. Mm. Um, let me ask you a question. Was this weekend well, – we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not sold on Morgan State yet. That's fair. Um, I, and I'll leave it wrong. Um, but yeah, man, what we saw at Prairie View, I, I expect a lot more. I think they have they they're talented enough. Um, but they mentioned um oh it was mentioned <laughs> they mentioned that uh <laughs> um it was it came up in a in a swag um coaches mean coaches conference about them when they play against um, mediocre town, ta- I'm not mediocre. I'm sorry. When they play against out of conference, they have struggled mightily. They've got our score big time. Um, yeah, which led me to think that um, maybe there are bigger issues there. Maybe they were winning more off of familiarity with the teams they were playing against. Mm. Again, they got the talent. Um, I just don't think they've put it all together. So, Ron Jab Williams says PV was the softest team, fam. You played. Hmm. Uh, fam, you played Valley too. So, I'm not going. I'm just. I'm just. His comment, not mine. So. Interesting. Uh, I mean, Valley put up a tougher game, I guess you could say. Yeah, they did. Um, but yeah, but congrats to fam, you getting it done. Uh, they now um on the east, and now um uh, it looks like basically they they still got something to play for. They got to play for home field advantage. So yeah, 
Um, but man, we can move on to the next game that uh broke my heart. Uh, just simply because not because uh you know say I was you know, you know a fan of one team over another. Broke my heart because I said it wasn't gonna happen. I ain't think it was gonna happen. I thought the team was good, um, but I do have a caveat to it. Let's talk about the Magic City Classic. Um, Alabama State got the win, 31-16. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, when I made this prediction back in the summer, first thing I said was I think that Coach Maynard gets the quarterback uh, situation right before E-Rob. I think I was still right on that. I think he got the quarterback situation right before E-Rob. Yeah. The problem was when E-Rob got that quarterback situation right. He got it right. He got it right. And he got it right in, in time. They have rattled off three straight wins. Um, homecoming win over Bethune. Um, they got the big win over Jackson State. And now they got this big win in the Magic City Classic. And they are steadily building momentum as they move forward throughout the rest of the season. My question is, and I'm gonna ask this because I I, I have a theory behind this. My question is, if E Rob and Alabama State would have went with Stewart start the season, would they have given them an extra one, maybe two wins? Would they would they be sitting in the driver's seat of the, of the East? Because that game against uh, – well, he actually started against FAMU, so I can't say that. But that was his first – if I'm not mistaken, that was his first start. So he could have had, a, a you know what I'm saying, a few under his belt and rode that wave. I'm just saying. I'm just asking. I'm going to ask that. I mean, you can maybe say if he plays the whole game versus Alcorn. mm Maybe they get that that one the one that went to overtime. Yeah. I I might give you that one. I don't know about the fam game though. Okay. You can give me the Miles game. Yeah, I can give you that. I can give you that. Um Alabama State is a is a quiet uh what five and three now, mm-hmm. I believe. Um <laughs> um something interesting. And reason why I said that, uh, because Erica says she says yes, they you know saying extra, you know saying one two wins. Um, yeah, I need a win, two wins if you include the miles one. So yeah, I'm with here's you. my thing. So something I've realized, a lot of times we look at people we uh, or players and or you know saying they come in in the season, late in the season they'll finally get a start, get playing time. Like why hadn't they been playing all season? Something I know from experience. As being a coach, being a football parent, a football player, sometimes that dog don't wake up till the middle of the season. Sometimes that dog don't look like a dog in practice, and then all of a sudden that light bulb switch, and you like, hmm. Some people ain't practice players though. You know what I mean? Some, yeah, yeah. Some people they, they don't. They gotta wait till the lights come on. Yeah, I I, I know uh, my oldest, Jay Sean, um, his freshman year. It seemed like the first few games of that season, he was like, it was like we saw the potential, we knew he could do it. And then um it was just like, where is it at? And then they'd be like, 
you know what I'm saying, three games left in the season, all of a sudden he's, you know what I'm saying, running over everybody, doing it, you know what I'm saying, hitting, making those tackles. It's like, what was that all season? Sophomore season roll around. Same thing, you know what I'm saying, except this time it was six games left in the season, you know. You know, it's you know, it's like, man, why, you know what I'm saying, why you didn't do that to start the season off? And then it clicks, you know what I'm saying, and so sometimes it's like that. I've seen that with, with smaller kids. Where uh they they may not understand the concepts until later on and it gets going. So I'm not willing to you know so I I know I asked the question posed the question. I'm not willing to say that some that you know saying Damon Stewart just you know should have been starting from game one. But I I would have loved to have seen it. You know saying seeing where we at. Yeah, I'm with. You. I ain't gonna say he should have started over D Davis, but if you ask me. How many wins would they have gotten if he would have started over D. Davis? I'd oh yeah, one or two more. Yeah, I think I, you definitely, you definitely get that Miles game. Um, in my opinion, um, now for the Alabama and M side, of this <laughs> outside of Vanderbilt, every game that Alabama and M has lost, because I was thinking about this, every game they have lost feels like they lost. Um. I guess you can, you know, the steal, Coach Simmons, it was self-inflicted. Fumbling, and you know what I'm saying, short field. Um, uh, Hail Mary at the end of the half. And not I'm, this game and other games as well, you know. Um, uh, Jackson State game, they gave up like two or three turnovers, you know, beginning of the game. You know, they went in a hole before they even knew it. Um, Alabama State, the Hail Mary, the blocked field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, muffed punts. Um, interceptions. It's like they they put themselves in a hole, and then it's like climb back out. And that's every game they've lost. Uh, they kind of did the same thing against UAPB, but find a way to win. Yeah. So, like you, when we talked Saturday, you said, "I told you the halftime score," and you said. Oh, A&M in a good spot, they're a second-half team. And it seemed like the exact opposite of that is what happened Saturday. Exactly, yeah. Um, I, I, I I told you that. That Hail Mary at the end of half gave yeah. all the momentum to Alabama State, and they just rolled that momentum pause to the, um, you know what I'm saying, to mm-hmm. the dub. It's funny because I said that to you, and then – as soon as I said that to you, I started watching the game, and I was like, "What is going on?" I turned the game off. I'm gonna be honest with you. I turned it off because I was like, "I, I can't, I can't believe that happened like that." Um, I do want to say what I saw at Alabama State. I love, I love every bit of it. Oh, um, yeah, defense was flying around. Offense was moving. Um, they looked energized. Yeah, say I'm sorry. Say it again. Getting Keyshawn involved, big time. Um, hands down, best wide receiver in the swag. Maybe okay. best wide receiver in college. I mean HBCU. So, um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed what I saw at Alabama State. Uh, I think it's. I ain't gonna say too little, too late. Um, I wish they would have hit this stride a little bit early in the season. Just to see yeah. what they would, you know, saying what they do. Um, also, if I'm not mistaken, back to back games over 30 points. 
something else we talked about. We I, I gave I gave the offensive coordinator hell. Now, granted, I do understand some of this came from the defense. Let's go twenty four versus Jackson State. Let's go twenty four oh, versus Jackson State. Twenty so. twenty four versus what they score against uh with Thune? Uh, hold on. I clicked off of it. My bad. I don't see. know. It's, it's all good. I think it was like nineteen. Versus Bethune, yeah, nineteen. Okay, um, but yeah, I know they will, they have been, you know, since they're starting at least building to putting up points. I, I love what I see. Yeah, should be a good one this weekend. Miles Crowley revenge game. <sighs> Let's talk about that, man. Um, this weekend we got well, not this weekend, but uh, this past weekend, Grambling took on. Bethune Cookman. Yep, yep. Got the win 28-14. It was the last home game for Grambling this season. Um, yeah. Well, I didn't see any of this game. Did you get a chance to watch it? I now yeah. I looked at like mild stats. It didn't, he didn't um it wasn't like it he overwhelmed. Yeah. It was a running game, bro. Uh Chance Williams went off chalk uh had a had a big game. Uh, Chan, I think Chance went for 120. Uh, Chalk and two touchdowns. Chalk went for like another 80, 90, and a touchdown. Miles only had like 150 passing, but uh, they mostly over the game. They ran the ball like 40 times. Um, they just tried to, you know, control the clock, run time possession, and they really wasn't trying to air it out too much. Um, mm-hmm. But um, their defense looked pretty good too, though. I would. Yeah. Sundiata looked like. I was just gonna say Sundiata had a game. I yeah, did he looked see that. like the preseason defensive player of the year. Uh, I will say that. But um, they had a couple of interceptions. Special teams, pretty decent day. It just was a for probably the most complete game Graham played all year. I would say as far as defense and and offense. Yeah, um, and, and I mean, I'm glad to hear that. Um, I mean, they, they only gave up seven points on defense. Yeah. So, but scored on a uh, fumble recovery on defense. So, Grambling defense only gave up seven points, and that was the first points of the game. Mm. Now, it's on the Bethune side. Um, we we have been giving Bethune credit for you know saying being close in some games. Um, I got me at Mike had a, <laughs> he had a take. Um, he said, uh, I know that, that guy <laughs> that they had as coach went crazy, but y'all should bring him back, you know, saying, get this team motivated, <laughs> energized. I'm not going that far. Um, I think coach Woody is the right person for this job, but I wonder if it, this is a point in the season where, you know, saying the team is kind of giving up and say, let's just get through. I mean, when you don't have a quarterback, it's hard to win games, bro. Yeah. I mean, they they average two yards a carry on 40-something carries. You know what I mean? Like, 40-something carries less than 100 yards. I mean, when you don't have a quarterback that's a threat to the defense, it's hard to open up the offense, man. So, 
I think uh, that's the biggest thing for Coach Woody is is they got to find a quarterback, man. I mean, we see what, like, Valley, even though they're struggling to win games, you can still see them building something offensively because they, because they have a quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, You know what I mean? And so I feel like that's that's what's missing for Bethune is they don't have – and they've been shuffling guys in and out, but they just can't seem to find the right guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Taraj says, uh, I know it's going to be a challenge this weekend. Uh, yeah. He's, you know, uh, you know, saying I'm excited to see this weekend. So, yeah, it's going to be a good one, bro. Oh, yeah. Um, we had what was at one point the number one offense in the, in the SWAT, uh, versus a, a top three defense. So, um, and a top three defense that now has more confidence in his offense, too. Yeah. So, yeah. that's going to be. Top three. I, I guess Grambling's still top three. I hadn't looked at the numbers. I guess they still top three offense. Um, but if, you know, whatever, Grambling offense, they're starting to get a little more confidence in their defense as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of going both ways. Yeah. Um. Next up, man, the prohibitive – Favorite to win the West at this point. Um, Alcorn uh hosted Mississippi Valley State and got a big win 24-3. Um I don't even know what to say. Uh biggest threat that uh Alcorn. So left? well, I don't know, Jackson with, with the way Jacoby and Morgan been playing. Jackson yeah, it's this this it's crazy. This West is every year, every year it comes down to it. Um yeah, I'm gonna say Jackson the big threat. Uh what do we have? Um uh, anything on um uh oh hold on man, hold on, my bad. My bad, man. Um, trying to think where we at. Mississippi Valley, man. Um, trying to think who they got left because I know at one I got to look at that. that they got Bethune this weekend. Oh, okay, okay. Um, we'll talk about it on Thursday. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll say we'll talk about it on Thursday. Um, man, we can move on to the next one. Uh, next up, man, Jackson State versus UAPB, the coming out party for Jacoby and Morgan. Yeah, uh, Jackson State got the win 40 to 14. Uh, also made history, man. Congratulations to Lalani um, Armenta, I think that's right. Um, uh, first uh, female student athlete to score in HBCU football, second, second. Yeah, she's the first D one. Shaw, okay. Shaw University got a, a female kicker. Appreciate it. All season. Okay, appreciate it. And D one. Okay. All right, but uh, Lalani, man, she's a uh, doll. She's a she a baller. 
Um, but yeah, congratulations to her. Congratulations, TC. Um, Jacoby Morgan, though, man. My goodness. Yeah, he of a game. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's scary what, what Jackson State is gonna be able to do uh moving on from here. Yeah, I mean it's, I think it's obvious to say that they found their quarterback, huh? Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's another one where I'm not because the way Jason Brown looked in the game one, I can't I can't fault TC for making that choice. Um, yeah. The way he looked in game two, and, and so on and so on. But he's had some good games. He wasn't terrible. Yeah, so every game know, like this though, yeah, he didn't. Um, so I, I I think it's you know I don't know what to say about UAPB though. I don't know if you got something. Same thing as Bethune. You got to find your quarterback, man. Mm-hmm. All that playing hard and and playing, you know, playing for your coach and all that, that only goes so far, man. If you ain't got a quarterback, you you, you handcuffed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this next game, I was surprised. I was surprised. Um, Texas Southern versus uh, mm. Southern at Southern Tech. Southern got the win 23 17 in overtime. Um, to yeah. even get to overtime, oh, I wish Jamon was here. Oh my goodness. To even get to overtime, they had to kick a 54 yard field goal with J Max standing under the, 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 the goalpost praying and and he had a fan. I saw him. He had a fan holding it up. You know what I'm saying? Blowing the ball pause. You know what I'm saying? Over the, you know what I'm saying, what's called it. That was like, you know what I'm saying? It was excellent kick, by the way. Excellent kick. Yeah. Um, well, I was not expecting this game to be this close. I don't think it should have been that close. Um, also, it's, it's Texas Southern, though. Yeah. Um. You want to talk about had a game? Talk to him. Owens. There's Owens from uh, Texas Southern. Man ran for like 250. Yeah. Yeah. Craig was talking about it last night. He said something about it last night. Yeah, um, what's right. good? I don't know. Craig, you know what I'm saying? Can't tune in or not right 244, now. 244, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Man, he had a game. Yeah. Um, listen. Texas Southern, I, I said before, the fight that they're showing um, when, you know, saying with the adversity that they're going through uh, is admirable. You know, coach, a lot of people talking about Coach McKinley and, you know, saying and all that kind of stuff. I'm, yeah, I'm not ready to, you know, saying put him on the, <laughs> on the, on the hot seat. Uh, Ron Jab says best running back in the swag. Oof. That's saying something. That's saying something. I don't know. Best he was best running back this weekend. Um, and the swag. Hmm. Now I, mm. so with that being said, with him saying that, because we get caught up when we talk about stuff like we say like best running back, best wide receiver, like Keyshawn Johnson. That's he's best wide receiver, hands down. It's 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 you know, he's you know saying showing Um LD has showed some stuff. Yeah. But my thing, my question is, 
are we looking at this like just this game or are we looking at like overall from the season? I, I mean, I know. I mean, he about. has an argument for sure. Oh, definitely. But I I probably put him number two. I still got Jarvis in number one. Um, and with Irv being hurt, yeah, you yeah. can't put him. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm pulling up the stats now to see who who leads the. Uh, Ron said he was the only running back to rush for 100 plus yards against FAMU. Yeah, but I get. I mean, I get what you're saying. Um, and what you're basing that on. Let me. Let me. Let me see if I can find individual stats, uh, leaders rushing. Oh, uh, well, I mean, he got a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Darius Owens has 949 yards rushing on the season. Mm-hmm. The next closest is Irv Mulligan with 668. So he got him, he got a point. Maybe you know what I'm saying. And, and I, I guess that was the question I was asking. Um, do we get caught up being stuck with like knowing the, the potential of other players and stuff and just say, nah, that ain't you know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you. I guess I guess it depends on like what you asking when you're saying best running back in the sweat. Are you talking about like overall talent wise or are you talking about who's having the best season right now? Or we or what they mean and provide to their team. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I get what you. Yeah, if you ask who having the best season by far is 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 Owens by far. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Can't argue that. Uh. Now, who got the best backfield? That's Grambling. Because I'm looking here. Uh. They won in two in touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. So. Yeah. And, I mean. And- next- they got an argument for that too, though. They got a deep backfield too. Yeah, I mean, and see another thing is usage. Like, how much do you get? Like, how many carries do you get? How many touches do you get? Like, it's it's a lot of factors, and that's why you can't just look at the stats, in my opinion. Yeah. And Emma is as far as if we're talking about like yards and stuff, they got two top team backs and stuff. It's a lot, like you say, it's a lot if we was talking. Oh, about yeah, Dave whoa, whoa, he came in hot, cutting Dave in the building, Dave Gardner, uh, from the uh, Mar- uh, March of Maroon and White. Uh, he says, hashtag fire Mainer. Whoa, hmm. We said going at one point going into the Magic City Classic that this was two coaches who was finna see who was gonna be on and on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Apparently, one of them still on it. Yeah. Um. I do want to say now, Coach Mayner did say that uh he talked to um like fans will walk up to him. He said it's the only job he's ever been at where they said um. You only gotta win two games, homecoming and 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 mm-hmm. Magic City Classic. So that's the only job he's ever been at like that. And um he's locked the Magic City Classic back to back years. So yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um ain't looking good. Yeah. Now this Texas Southern Southern game, as we get ready to wrap this up, 
um, and, and move on to the MEAC play. Um, anything else to be said about um, – <laughs> Mm, uh anything they need we need to uh I say uh about southern they they can't keep playing with their food like this, bro. Playing with their food. Bro, I'm I'm gonna say listen, I'm gonna take this mask off because this is killing my eyes. Cause they got I mean they got all corn, PV, and ground. Southern. This weekend is for Swag West Lee right now. Southern, uh, you remember that when Chris Brown and um and Lil Dicky did the song, you know what I'm saying, Freaky Friday, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, I woke up in they woke up in, in North Carolina AT body. Chill out. Bruh, they, they had what forty yards pass and something like that? What? If that blood had fifty eight, you saying chill out, heat up. I mean that's real. That's <laughs> eight of twenty six for fifty eight yards. Yeah. So, oh, Taraj said, "Don't worry, we gonna take care of them. Uh, them Jags uh, come Thanksgiving weekend. You better be rooting for for Jackson State then." Well, you need all corn to lose too. Mm. So you better be rooting for Southern this weekend. Um, I know that's that's probably like, but yeah, happened. But you know, yeah, I like I said, we we gotta see. Uh, he gotta Southern gotta do something. They they they've been so up and down. Um, and I'm more surprised because. Of Dooley's success as a offensive coordinator. Yeah, I ain't trying. No, it's. I expect more. So, next up, man, let's talk about this bloodbath that we witnessed on Thursday night. South Carolina State versus. Versus North Carolina Central. Um, North Carolina Central got the win 62-28. We ain't got to stay here long. Um, South Carolina Central's uh, – South Carolina – I said South Carolina Central. South Carolina State, excuse me. Uh, offense showed some promise at the end of the game, but it was at the end of the game. Man. North Carolina Central looked like They're like an NFL team out there. It's for yeah, like, <laughs> they look like it look like uh <laughs> it look like a college versus high school. Man, it looked like a, a money game, bro. It did. It did. Hold on, I'm sorry. One. It looked like a money game out there. They just looked like they was on two different playing fields. <laughs> Eric Curry said they allowed their points. Unacceptable. Yeah, she's so funny. Um, let's talk about um, let's talk about Howard for a second, since you know, because it ain't much to say about that central game. Uh, Howard, man, they got the win over Delaware State, seventeen to ten. Um, 
Erica, baby, we we yeah, I, I was I was expecting more. Uh, and I know she she was verbal about this as well. That was not Delaware State was not the team you want to just cruise by. No, nah, they played pretty decent. They played pretty decent. Um, uh, that is true. That is true. She makes a valid point. Um, they did play against their the uh, Delaware State head coach is the their former offensive coordinator. Um, so he knew they signals. Yeah, Michigan. Michigan ain't have to tell them. Um, <laughs> he's he all the tricks and the secrets. My th- my question for Howard is, what's up with Eden James? Somebody tell me. I don't know. I mean, Hawthorne and Hunter had a decent game on the ground, pretty good game on the ground, but Eden, I don't know where he was at. I mean, I don't know if he was sick, banged up or something, but he ain't uh, ain't look too good. I I think he only had like three carries or something like that Mm -hmm. in the game, but. I don't know. I ain't know what. Ha- I mean, the broadcast ain't really say much about him, so I didn't know what was going on. But Q still yeah. looked pretty good. Still ain't throw for two hundred yards, but they got a. Uh, they got, I got a, a question. I got a question about this too. What do you trust more, Q will to be consistent, or R Kelly at a chilling competition? Man, stop it, bro. That man is not consistent. He ain't played bad though. He ain't played bad, but he is not consistent. He he. So I thought I used to think Erica was just picking on him, but he is more of a liability. He ain't play. He was nineteen and twenty five for one hundred eighty three yards and a touchdown. This okay. Okay. I mean, if you go, if you go, if you gonna do that, you gotta do that after a bad game. Uh, okay, that's that's, that's fair. You can't fair. do it whenever he played decent, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, he did what he was supposed to do. That's fair. That's fair. I'll leave it at that. It's it's conference play. Maybe it's maybe it's if if it, it because it's conference play. He's look. He's it's the reason why he's looked better. Um, but I don't know. Um, now we can talk about this. Uh, hold on. Ooh, this game right here. Any team that fights a band. Morgan State, come on up. Come on up. Um, I will say that's probably the most fight we've seen out of Morgan State's offense um, all season. Um, and that was in the tunnel. Uh, but they, they did put up some points this game. Uh, Morgan State's you know what I'm saying? Actually, they shocked me. They won 32-28, uh, beating Norfolk State. Uh, but I heard it was brass everywhere. Um, Woodwinds was getting pushed around. Flag girls was... That's what I was worried about, because I seen flags, and I didn't know if it was flag guys or if it was flag girls getting pushed and hit, but it that bothered me. Like, on a serious note. Um, the, that game that is the fight, the incident in the tone is being investigated. Um, so I don't want to talk too much about that, but on the field, Morgan State shot me. I, I did not expect them to put up 32 points. Well, I mean, the offense put up 17. 
Defense and special teams scored a touchdown. So even them putting up 17 was oh I mean, that's fair. That's fair, but <laughs> that's fair. But I don't know if you can count on your defense and special teams to get your touchdown every game. You know what I mean? But let me ask you this. Are you more impressed that Norfolk State put up 28? Yeah. Yeah, that goes to show matchups make uh make games because Morgan State came out looking like well they I, they also Morgan State also had three weeks yeah. before that no uh, uh North Carolina I mean yeah that North Carolina Central this is game. a good point though this is a good point because they gave up twenty two in the fourth quarter to Morgan State. And true enough, true enough, that was when the special teams, the defensive touchdowns were. You know what I mean? So, but mm, she's right. They gave up fifteen to uh, Howard. Yeah. So I mean, they played great through three quarters. Like they was up twenty-one, I think twenty-eight to ten, twenty-one ten, something like that against Morgan going into the fourth quarter. I think it was twenty-one ten. Then they scored first in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. 2018 and then the rest is history yeah like I said man I'm more I'm more, more Norfolk State giving up points in the fourth um, how long has Odom been there this year oh, three I, year two how long do it been so. two years so this right. this year two so I mean, they're not far away. They just they're, they're not. Got to be more disciplined late in game. Yeah. Um. Tennessee State got the win over Linwood, uh, forty-three to twenty. Um. Eddie George quietly building a, a a nice little resume to find himself into the uh, FCS playoffs. Yeah, they're a top twenty-five team now. So yeah, definitely, definitely worthy uh, of that. Uh, they're pretty much in in most people's uh, HBCU top three, top four. Uh, we Zach talked about it uh, during the spring. Talked about it preseason. Uh, they had this is what they had to do. This this was the thing they had to get it done this year, and it looks like they're doing that, uh, making noise and stuff, and. Eddie Joyce is definitely, you know, since starting to prove his worth. So, um, I guess trying to build that resume before you go to FBS, before Tennessee State make that jump. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I did. I, thank you to uh, Dr. Cavill, too. Shout out to Dr. Cavill. Uh, you know how we, we've we been talking about, about t- Tennessee State and the uh, mandate about them not being able to join the swag and stuff? He mm-hmm. said that's actually not true. He said that there's no mandate on that. Um, he said that's actually just by choice. He said that was the for a long time. That's what everybody was told. Uh, he said, but that's not true. So, um, oh. yeah, Tennessee State not playing against. I mean, not being in a a HBCU uh, dominant conference is strictly on them. So when, when Eddie George makes those complaints. Only one on one person to look at. Yeah. Yep. So um 
Hold on, man. I forgot to set this up before the show. My bad. Hold on, real quick. Let me let me fix this real quick. Boom, boom. Do this because we're getting close to that time. Uh, we're getting ready to talk about the uh, the two teams that was the <laughs> most hated uh, last week. Um, most hated. Yeah, they was the two two of the most hated teams last week. Um, North Carolina A&T and and hey, and Hampton. Two teams that People were hey, they were getting hate from every direction. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just seen Erica last comment. Um, but North Carolina NT versus Hampton. Hampton got the win 26-24. Um Dave might need to the be big, writing that check. Say the what biggest surprise though. The biggest surprise though is uh AT. Our game, Hampton through the air. I'm scared to ask. How did? Uh, how much? What was it? Ant had two hundred and four. Hold on, let me look at the total team stats. But uh, White had two hundred and eleven through the air. Zealous had one hundred and ninety-eight. Yeah, I see two eleven, two touchdowns and a pick. Yeah, so the streak over, man. They threw four hundred yards. Yeah, they did. That was the way on fifth on on ten ten completions at that. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um Yeah. Um mm, I was about to say a couple people wanted though, huh? So yeah, Dave is about to you know, some people money. Um I was gonna say if only the North Carolina AT daddy was the head coach, maybe they throw the ball a little bit more. Don't give me that uh that uh <laughs> say what they're busy right now trying yeah. to find some sugar. Yeah. Um, don't worry about it. It's this is a somebody, case. Somebody misplaced it. Yeah, it was, they just moved it to a different area. Just all good. Um, it'll be found soon enough. Uh man, and next up, man, we can talk about uh our D1 HBCU top 10. Uh, for this week, let's go ahead and take a look. Uh, moving up into the top 10, moving back into the top 10, Hampton at four and four. Uh, welcome back to the top 10. Number nine, Alabama State at four and three. Uh, Grambling with their win moved up to number eight at four and four. Ham- uh, Howard moved back up uh, to number seven at four and four. Southern State put at number six at five and three. Jackson State stayed put at number five at six and three. 
all corn state stayed put at number four at five and three. Tennessee State stayed put at number three at six and two. Fam U stayed put at number two at seven and one. And Central State put at number one at seven and one. So um before we get ready to move into uh, D2 football, let me give a quick second for our sponsors. All right, we back. Um, y'all are here on the audio version. Um, and maybe on, on or not, it'd be just audio version. Um, and SIAC. Tuskegee welcomed in Clark Atlanta. It's some problems in Tuskegee. Tuskegee got the win 14-3. Um, we were sold fool's goal on this team as well early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they still winning, though, but I don't think that they, like, Contender for SIAC, like no, no, they're not. Um, it's, I gotta, I gotta check, I gotta check and see, um, what the standings are because um, I gotta check and see what the standings are because that that race for number two is very interesting. Uh oh, little mama in the building needs to be getting ready for bed, girl. She said she's gonna go get that candy tomorrow. She excited. Um <clears throat> right this now, game. Tuskegee. Go ahead. I'm sorry. My bad. Right now, Tuskegee and Fort Valley tie for a second. Yeah, and that early win. Um it was not a conference game. So there's not even that's not even the tiebreaker. Yep. I wonder if that factors into a tiebreaker. It's probably going to, they're going to look at common opponents first, though. So, um, next up, man, this one, first of all, shout out to Allen University's uh, social media team. Petty. Extremely petty. Extremely petty. Every game. Um, Edward Waters. Went down, take on Allen. Allen put it on. Well, went up to take on Allen. Uh, Allen put it on him, fifty nine twenty one. Edward Waters was was one of the hottest teams in um, in the SIAC, and it didn't matter. Shout out to Allen for doing that thing uh, with that fifty nine twenty one win. Coach Keat, uh, Teddy Keaton, uh, his name was brought up. And somebody to possibly look at to replace Buddy Pugh. And that name is getting hotter and hotter. So, shout out to him. Um, speaking up, another name that was listed on that list, Coach Chinnis Berry and Benedict went on to take on Savannah State. Um, they got to win 38-17, but. It was close for a little while, brother. There you go. There you go. For a little while, my boy. Yeah. Um, are we seeing a Benedict team that's starting to reach that point where um, 
<laughs> I ain't gonna say that. It seemed like Benedict be doing like you. Uh, you do you remember on EA Sports when you used to have those challenges like biggest comeback and you know yeah. what I'm saying down <laughs> down and you know what I'm saying by such and such and make a comeback in the second quarter stuff like that. So it's like they see it's like they see how close they can get the game then blow them out. Like that's what they. It's like that's mm-hmm. what they did Saturday. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. That, that's Benedict continues to roll though. Um. I still don't see anybody being much of a challenge outside of um well I, I I did say Miles, but let's talk about Miles. Miles took on Albany State. Well, let me rephrase that. Albany State took on Miles. <laughs> and they took him on. And that they got the big win 48 to 7. So yeah. Oh, the Marshall girls in the building. What's up, Aaliyah? So, um, but yeah, I didn't see this one coming. I didn't see that game coming. I didn't see the results. And then when I looked at the like highlights and stuff, it wasn't even close. This one, like, no, it wasn't like, you know, just, um, Albany State came out and completely dominated start to finish. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, um, it, it was. Wasn't, they didn't leave no room for doubt in that one, bro. No room. Um, speaking of no room for doubt, Lincoln, PA versus Virginia State, and I had to check this score like three times because I thought it was a a, a typo. If I told you the over under was 95 I guarantee you 99% of the time you're going to take that under oh yeah a hundred times I'm taking the under you would have been wrong in this time Uh, Virginia State beat Lincoln PA 75 to 25 Uh, I I read that and I, I felt I I wanted to call Coach, you know what I'm saying, Coach G, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, good friend uh, of the program and just tell him, you That's know. rough right there. You know, just see if he if he needed something. Um, just checking on your day, make sure you was all right. So, that's what I wanted to do. But You show that score right. Bruh, I, I, I've checked on their web, on the actual CIAA website. God, 75, bro. 75 to 25. I I check I literally I checked it and then I went back and I'm matter of fact, I'm finna. No, you mean something. No, no, I I know, but I, I just because I I'm like you, I did not believe it. I thought it was a I thought it was a typo. No, That's... no, everywhere I'm looking is Love you too, baby. Good night. Yeah. But yeah, them man, I assessed. Oof. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Long day at the office. That's a burn the tape day right there. Mm-hmm. That's one of them nights you come home from work and just 
Maybe I'm just gonna lay my head on your lap and go to sleep. Um, next up, man, Virginia Union took on our, you know, what I'm saying Coach Coxon, and you know, what I'm saying and and the, and the guys over at uh, Bluefield State got the win, fifty-seven twelve. Uh, Elizabeth City coming off the major upset of Virginia State. Um, played Bully State and um, fell 19 to 7. And then um, Winston Salem. Winston Salem went down and uh, Took on well Johnson C. Smith and Johnson C. Smith got the win 35-31. Big win for uh Johnson Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh yeah, that that was it. Some of the, the bigger games that we, you know, we talked about. Uh let me put up some of the other notable games. Let me pull them up here. Uh, NASIC. Oh, yeah. Hold on one second. Let me get the pull up. NASIC. Uh, Kentucky State edged out Morgan 23 21. Um, uh, Fort Valley State. Beat Virginia Lynchburg, uh, thirty-seven to twenty-six. Central State survived Lane, seventeen to fourteen. Well, that was a block punt late in that game. But a game, uh, go ahead touchdown. We saw, we've seen a lot of special teams be the difference in some of these games. Yeah, yeah. In the CIAA, Fayetteville State beat Shaw twenty-one fourteen. Um and St. August, well, Livingstone beat St. Augustine 34-14. So that was it, man. That was it. Um next up, man, we got conference players of the week. Uh, we've got the CIAA. I'm sorry, the SIAC. No, I'm sorry. Swag Miak and CIAA. So one second, let me get this pulled up. And start off first with the swag. Uh, no surprise here. At, uh, offense was quarterback from Jackson State, Jacoby and Morgan. Um, defense uh, was the defensive lineman from Grambling, Sunday out of Anderson. Uh, specialist uh, making history was Miss Lalani Armenta. Uh, and then newcomer was defensive back Amon Scarborough. This is the uh, SWAC Players of the Week, sponsored by Pepsi. Uh, on the MEAC side, you had the Offensive Player of the Week from North Carolina Central, Davis Richard. Um, the uh, Defensive Player of the Week from Morgan State was Eric Hunter. Uh, the Ricky of the Week, from South Carolina State, Jawan Howell, the Office Alignment of the Week from North Carolina Central, Torricelli Simpkins the third, and the specialist. I'm sorry, say I'm sorry. 
You say something? Oh, I thought you said something. My bad. And the specialist of the week from Morgan State, Keith Jenkins Jr. Uh, next up for the CIAA, we have uh, their food lines players of the week. The quarterback of the week was Jordan Davis from Virginia State. The running back of the week was Tim Newman from Johnson C. Smith. The wide receiver of the week was Saeed Sadibi from Virginia Union. Uh, the offense alignment of the week uh, was Justin Meade from Virginia Union. Uh, the defense alignment of the week was Shawan Lewis from Bowie State. The linebacker of the week was Carrion Martin from Winston-Salem State. Uh, the DB of the week was Colby Merritt from Fayetteville State. The DB of the week from uh, was Dirk. Curitan from Johnson C. Smith, and the rookie of the week was Dalen Lee from Winston-Salem State. Congratulations, young man. Yeah, that was, that was big stuff, man. Uh, a lot of these names we starting to see over and over. Um, over and over. Yeah. Yeah, so starting to shape out to who we might see as the uh, – Conference players of the year, all American lists, all that good stuff. So, um, next up, man, let's get ready to wrap this up. Uh, we got anything else, man? We left out, nah, man. Uh, but we Thursday we got a uh, a semi watch party, I guess. Okay, okay, who, uh, who got on Thursday? We got Bethune and Valley on ESPN. Bethune and Valley, I like that one, it's gonna be interesting. Um, finally get to. Well, I ain't gonna say finally get to get to watch. Uh, let the world see. Um, what's my what's the kid name? Um, quarterback. Um, I'm Williams. I can't even think it's freaking Tigerian. Oh, yeah, Tigerian. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the only game we got on Thursday. I don't think we got no meat. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Looking at Thursday. Um, you got some, uh, I mean, you got some FBS games that are actually pretty. Pretty decent. Yeah, you got uh, TCU, Texas Tech, Wake Forest, Duke, and the Battle of the Belt, South Alabama at Troy. Oh, nah. Watching Bethune. Yeah, I mean, I'm know which game I'm watching, but I'm just saying those games will be on. But yeah, Valley at Doom. I mean, Valley at Bethune. That's gonna be a good one. Yep, it's gonna be a good one. I'm trying to think. I feel like we're missing something. There's there's another story or something that we're missing. Can't think what it is. What? There's a game being moved. Um, the Texas Southern game. I believe it's versus Alcorn. They're moving it to Sunday. Not this weekend, but next weekend. Why? Why are they moving to Sunday? Any particular reason? It's something to do with the stadium and a soccer team having the stadium for Saturday, so they got to move for Sunday. Um, I believe it's Alcorn that they play that week. Okay, so logistics reasons. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. Finish out this game watching these uh the Lions and, and the Raiders. Um. It's a close I game would, right now. But, 
We're not gonna talk about that. Well, I will say it is it might be a reason why they, they performing like they performing. Cause there is a certain somebody in the audience tonight. Yep. I told them to keep them up away from the Pelicans. <laughs> uh what's good, Derek Carr? All right, man. Let's get up out of here. We'll see y'all on Thursday. Like that, we out. This show was presented by BetOnline.ag. Bring me my money. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.